after, uh, okay, as soon as Shikla is over, you can go to Simcha. Is that okay? Simcha, that'll be good. Right after Shikla, they'll come to you. But that was great, guys. I think it's the first time we did it in Yeshiva. Like, the reward for making a good comment in Shikla was you got a cake. But it's not actually Simcha's birthday. That was just his reward for a good comment. Okay. See, now you can all be hopeful. Okay. What? Why you a happy birthday? Okay, you got me Okay, so it ain't, but Eugene, your son already made several good comments. You missed it. But you, don't worry, you're still eight minutes left. You might still get one. Okay. Um, let me just clarify one general point and apply it to our sugi. Something good for general Jewish knowledge. Here's the general sum of knowledge, guys. There's a famous debate, mitzvot tzrichot kavana. If I do a mitzvah mindlessly, Maybe I'm not even aware, am I Yotze? Let's say I just like the taste of matzah. There are people who like the taste of matzah. So on Pesach night, I happen to eat a matzah. Not because I'm trying to fulfill the mitzvah. Do you say I did the act, who cares? Or you say, mitzvah tzrikho kavana. That is a famous debate. But there's an interesting idea that maybe with certain mitzvah, you wouldn't say that debate. That they, by the very definition, require kavana. For example, couldn't one argue that about tefillah? Let's say I think, oh, we need Nivlibutz. Oh, man, poor guy, another associate. Oh, that's right, he's using a different machine today, okay. Okay, so let's say I read the sitter, like I think it's the Queen's phone book. That's what I'm doing. Okay, I just pick it up. Someone says to me, can you read Hebrew? I say, yes, I read this. And I happen to read the Amidah. But in my mind, it's like I'm reading the Queen's phone book. Couldn't you argue that even if I think mitzvah don't need Kavanah, that wouldn't work? I mean, the essence of tefillah is communicating with God, not reading the Queen's phone book. Right, the reason I picked on Nevis is because uh, Yeshai Levitz famously argued that it's like reading the Queen's Book, that's fine. Okay, but uh, in any case, I think a more reasonable position would be to say that, no, you're not Yotze. Okay, so that's just a general Jewish knowledge point. But now, because maybe in our case, motivation is particularly important. So everyone turn the page, please. Go to source six. Oh, I forgot to look at who this is. One other aspect of using the Barlan program is you find the Farshim, which you have no idea who they are. So I have no idea who the Pnei Shlomo is, but let's see what he says. Without Tos, I have Shalom, I would say, Wait, doesn't it say that you get schar for tzedaka, therefore it should be a mitzvah that we don't coerce? This is not reward for the mitzvah. You don't get schar for mitzvahs in this world. Next world. Someone's going to make your day. What's the scar for actually? Forgiving with a good heart, wholeheartedly. And indeed, what is he basing it on? Because the Pasuk says, So what's the claim here, guys? That there isn't scar for tzaka. There's only scar for tzaka given wholeheartedly. That's what the scar is for. And therefore, it's not a problem to coerce regarding Let's review now. We'll find out how many we have. And notice how different they are. Okay? I always like when they're different kinds of categories of answers. Okay? Why do we coerce on staka? Okay? So one could argue as follows. One could argue that we don't coerce. Where do we see that? In the toast of the claims? Which line of toast, guys? It's all bitvar. We just try to talk you into it. It's been a dog line theory of staka. We don't coerce. The whole thing was wrong. Okay? Or... We coerce, I would say, but two answers said, we don't coerce because of the essay, we coerce because of another factor. Where did we see that? So that was the morale. Why are we coercing? There's a result we need to produce. If you're the ktos, why are we coercing? Because the collective body of Baniyam actually have 
monetary rights to my property. Okay, great. Then we had, ah, the claim is that it's not really, you can always deny one premise, right? What was the premise? This is a mitzvah say. Oh, and I have a great way to set this up. Okay, wow, life's getting really fun. It said, mitzvah say, shematan star betzida. We now have two pshatim that deny one of those premises. You can go with Sally Lerman and say what? This is not just a mitzvah say. It is also a lotah say. That's why it doesn't fit the category. That's tosos. Or um, you could deny it's matan schar betzida. What do we just see in the Pnei Shlomo? No, it's not staka per se that gets schar, only the good heart that gets the schar. Okay, so those are five answers, all of a different quality. Again, just to review, is it that we don't coerce? We coerce for a different reason, or this is not actually a mitzvah rase, shamatan schara, betzida. Okay, those are five good answers. Josh. So, just a question on the text part. Yeah. So, if we were to, to coerce mitzvah, uh, physically, um, could that possibly fall into the category of just straight up gneva? And if so, is the choice for finished really a finish that is only fiat gneva? Well, you're, to say it's gneva, in some ways, is kind of taking the libertarian position, that the authorities never have a right to extract cash from you. But what if we deny well, that, what if we deny that assumption? Sometimes the authorities do have rights to extract cash from you. Right. Right, at that point, it's not theft anymore. You're right, the, the full-throated libertarian thinks that taxes are a form of theft. That is correct. Okay, but uh, most societies are not full libertarians. Yeah. Um, yeah, two things. The first one is, it seems like we're doing like, very long stuff to find exemptions. Could it just be such an extreme value to give Sadaka to consider it an exemption anyway? Uh, okay, you'd have to tell me again, is that really true? Is stucca more important than keep it away? You'd have to get the Nita's question, right? And the second one is, um, why don't we just give up on the first Gemara that we put? Why don't we just? Give up on the first Gemara that we put. Well, why don't we just say it's wrong? Yeah. Okay, so let me clarify one thing, guys. This is actually an important point. No, I would say a little bit differently. There's a very interesting assumption of Tosavos that really changes the world of Talmudic literature. What does Tosavos assume? The goal in life is to reconcile all of Shas. Isn't that the, almost, I wouldn't say every, but most toasters, what is their job? Oh, how does this Gemara fit with? Now, I admit, sometimes you could have just said, maybe this is Rabbi Yochanan and this is Reish Lakish. And we don't have to necessarily reconcile all of Shas. Now, I'm not saying Tosos never does that, but it's certainly the last option in the Tosos world. Tosos thinks that one's job is to reconcile all of Shas. So, Quincy, you're, you're raising an interesting question, but it... I think Tosos won the day on this one. Okay, you're right. There could have been an alternative, but I think the Tosos assumption seems to have really won the day. Okay, Maurice. Isn't Stuckel also unique in that it's either one of the only mitzvah or the only mitzvah that you can kind of test Hashem? So, uh, isn't anything more about Master and not about Stuckel? The Chununu of Zot? No, Gemara Tanit. I think it's about Master, not about Stuckel. Wrong, but my point then is that even if you Anyone ring a bell to anybody? Okay, give me one second, please, okay? I'm just going to quote one Gemara, but maybe there's another Gemara. There's Gemara in Tanit, the Daftet, that says, My Dechsev Aser Ta Aser, Aser you could tithe, Bishvil Shetit Asher, so that, Tit Asher, you'll become rich. So I think it's more in the context of true Lemaiser, but okay, let's assume you're right. No, but my, no, my point was just going to be that even if you then are worse, can you say that? It's still kind of, get, even if like, you're being forced, the stuff that you give, you can still sort of have the, the tension in your own mind that I'm going to give this stuff so that something good happens to me or 
whatever, as opposed to kibbutz.n, where you have to just do it anyway. All right, although, keep it a name, the, the Pasuk does, does promise rewards. I know, but I'm saying, like, okay. it's all like, it's all All right, you know, guys, I am going to, if it's, actually, Joshua wasn't in a chance to talk yet. Yeah, Josh. And because also the Okay, uh, that is relevant. We we would go with that though, Josh. Therefore, I, I like your point. Ah, that's what he means. Yeah. But it doesn't say you you could test God. It just says that it's stuck a gemura, right? Okay, very good. Though. All right, guys. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of comments, but I want to see one more question and answer. What? Bnei Shlomo. He's uh, Shlomo Gansfried from Umvar. In ah, okay, so he's a pretty well-known rabbi. Who knows what other book where Shlomo Gansfried wrote? Moshe Epstein. Amazing. How'd you know that? Eula. Wait, Moshe, what's going to be now? Like, you're not going to be able to make negative comments about Eula anymore. That, that was That's it. End. It's all over. Okay. What? I'm sorry? Okay. Let's go, guys. Okay, I want to sneak in one more question because I think you'll find this question very interesting. Everyone go to source eight. Okay, this again is thanks to the Bar-Ilan. Wow, we have to thank Michal. This is such a fascinating topic that I never prepared before two days ago. Okay, let's see Rev. David um, Pavarsky. Okay, sure. Okay, here we go. He has a very interesting question. Okay, and it's going to be specifically on the Ksos. Remember the Ksos' answer? Let's see his attack on the Ksos. What was the Ketos' whole idea? That there's two things going on, right? There's a mitzvah say, but beyond the ritual part, there's also a lien on the property. There's a monetary right that the poor have. Okay, here we go. Oh, what a question. There's a famous idea that, let's say I'm taking care of a lost item or something like that, and a poor person comes to my door. I might be allowed to ignore him because... But now, what's Rabbeinu David asking? That's great if all there is in the equation is the mitzvah. But what if I say there's both a ritual mitzvah and forget the love? That's also a good question. That is asked by the Achronim. And the Sheba Nechassim. Maybe the Ani could say to me while I'm taking care of my lost item, hey buddy, it's true that you're puffed for the mitzvah right now. But that doesn't matter because I have a lien on your property. So I am coming in and grabbing that vase. Right, I'm going to collect my, my money. But again, once I add this added element, so maybe even in case it was a tour on the mitzvah, right, I could realize and collect based on the shibun. So the, wait, wait, I'm going to take, there's going to be two answers, guys, in one second. I was going to get the question on the board. So Rabbeinu David is thinking, this might get in the way of the whole concept of applying osik b'mitzvah, partem mitzvah to tzedakah. What would you guys say to neutralize the question on the ketos? Anyone, not a separate point? Just try to neutralize the question on the Ksos. No one's debating whether he raises his hand or not. Okay. Uh, Mikey Lerman. Why is it a problem? No, because we do apply Osig Mitzvah Mitzvah Titzdaka. He's saying we shouldn't apply it. We should say the Ani still has a right to collect something. It's, what, are we, what are we saying, basically? I'm taking care of Josh's lost dog. I'm busy with it. The Ani knocks on the door. What am I allowed to do according to Gemara? I could totally ignore him. I am being osik the mitzvah, I am part of the mitzvah. So the, the Rabbeinu David's thinking, according to the Ktos, he should be allowed to like barge in anyway. Uh, okay, Nitai. Don't we say, okay, so it is a 
since I'm not allowed to give him, since I'm allowed to not give him zakah and do something else, the nikud kibbutz is coming anyway. Because the sheep and the Right. So, but then you say about the guy who's not giving it that if we tie him up, then we're preventing from doing mitzvot anyway. So, if we're preventing from doing mitzvot anyway, then it could be that tzedakah does have this superseding factor over other mitzvot, and therefore that even if we're not going to get into stopping the mitzvot, this still has to get done. You see what I'm saying? That was a little bit too complicated for me, but I'm going to leave it aside for now. Okay, guys, try to be fast if you can. Say your idea in 20 seconds or less. Zach and Magman. Um, maybe it's because one, because the mitzvah of the Ani, the Ani, you can kill it later, so it's not like a time bound, you know, just something that's pressing. That, okay, that's next, Mike Lemon. Fine. Interesting. Simcha. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Alicia. Uh, I think that he's just asking how do we treat the situation where it's a collective debt. And we say based in is the only ones that have the power to do it. Okay, good. So those are all good answers. We're just going to see two answers inside of Ben David and then call it a day. Okay. Everyone look at the second paragraph of Ben David. The second paragraph goes with Simcha's approach. There is a shibud of a zerak nasem yeshla mitzvah staka. Meaning, what generate? Think about it, guys. An obligation doesn't come out of nowhere. Why do I normally have a shibud nechasim? Because I borrowed money from Judah, so that's why there's a shibud nechasim. So, what generates the shibud nechasim in a staka scenario? According to this idea, the fact that that I have a chiv to give staka. So, if it's a subsidiary, if it's a second stage, what would that mean? The second I get putter from the mitzvah of tzedakah, it turns out that there is no shibu nechasem, okay? So you could view shibu nechasem as a separate issue, but only one that emerges when there's also a chiv That is one possible approach. His second approach is a little bit more similar to, a little bit more similar to what Alicia said. Okay, look at the third line of the first paragraph. A different approach. Ulai name to come out, I mean, ikka shibu nechasem with tzedakah, when do we say the Shibu Nechasim? Zerurak al Kitzvat Hatzdaka Shemutal al Bnei Ha'ir. He wants to make the following distinction, which I haven't really tracked down halach yet. That there's two obligations. There's an individual obligation on the Kitzvaka, and there's a communal responsibility to take care of the local poor. Okay, which I have to see how that's, that gets fleshed out in halacha. But what's his claim? When do I coerce? Or sorry, when is there Shibu Nechasim? Only regarding... The communal responsibility, not regarding my individual. It's interesting, right? The shiur is on a communal level, not an individual level. Once that's true, when we said oh, sigmitz of patamitzah, what were you dealing with? We were dealing with only individual. individual level. Okay, so that is how to work out uh, two answers for Beno David on the Kitzos. Guys, just to make sure you could all have a cookie before going to Rambam, we will stop right here. Everybody should have a great Shabbos. Oh,